This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, the fellowship of friends spreads festive cheer. Blessed Bob gooses Google by going computer caroling. Weathered Wade is back on the addictions, but knows his Mariah and Scrooge. And Mary Mark the Lensman is dreaming of a white one and the Yule logs and holes. From risky business to hodgepodge snowballs. Yes! It's time for... Confusing Christmas words. Merry Christmas. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, best podcast in the world, award-winning podcasts, and also the one you're listening to right now, Distractable. Hi, my name is Bob. I'm going to host this episode because I won the last episode. Because I'm the funniest, smartest, and most handsome host on the show. That's probably why I won. And uh, if I remember correctly, it was all confirmed in my victory by whoever picked me as the winner. I don't remember because they don't matter because I won. Joined today by my two contestants slash co-hosts, Mark and Wade. Hi. Hi. I don't know if I liked your intro but um hello my uglier less smart and less funny po- co-hosts uh, who will be competing today to see who is second best on the podcast if you've never seen the show before the host uh, awards points and picks a winner the winner of the episode ultimately goes on to host the next episode uh but the episode is whatever the host says you know wade we don't have to take this you're right we don't have to be a part of this minus five points to mark we can just walk out right now and not come back. Minus eight, eight points. And then Bob would be here alone. Minus 11. Uh, swallowing, wallowing and swallowing. Minus 15. Let's walk out, man. Was that for the wallowing or the swallowing? Plus three for swallowing. Thanks. Well, let's walk out, Wade. Let's just do it. I've had it with this. Of being insulted. Of being trod upon. I'm walking out. If you don't have a competitor, I guess you win by default, Wade. Walk out with me. Wait, walk out with me. Okay. Let's do this. Solidarity. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. Walk with me. I don't think he believes you, Wade. He's not used to this. Go out the door. Listen, I, I get mistreated all the time. It's kind of normal for me. 
I was hoping he would go for it. I was telling him how I'm walking out right now, Mark. Yeah, let's walk out. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, let's do it. All right. On this three, two, one, walking out. Yeah. All right, Bob, I'm still here. Look, Mark, getting talked to like this is pretty much on, I was telling Bob, apart for the course for me, but I know it's new to you, so it's tough. Four points to Wade for not walking out. I didn't walk out either. It was all a ruse. I, I actually, Bob, what I was doing was I was I was painting a clever ruse to try to get my opponent to abstain. Minus four more points to Mark for thinking he's clever. You're really waiting this episode up. Wade, let's, this is too much. The the stakes, uh, it's not worth it. Let's get out of here. You and me, buddy. Yeah, after yeah. you. Three, two. Anyway, I'm the host and these episodes, I, I pick what the episode is and I have a thing. It's it's today, I believe, if my numbers are correct, which I have messed this up multiple times before. I believe today is Christmas Day. I believe it's December 25th. So I have some oh. Christmas themed, uh, a Christmas themed episode planned. Uh, but before we do that, we can talk about uh, small talk. Look at our colors. We're kind of wearing Christmassy colors. That was unplanned. Ah. Ooh. What? Because mm, Wade and I are wearing red and you're wearing green. Oh, Yeah. This yeah. Christmassy, and you kind of have nice. you kind of have a red teal thing, but that's kind of greenish. I could change that to green. You want me to change that to green? It is Christmas. Yeah. Oh, are we doing Christmas? I think I could do Christmas lights. Hey, Wade, change your customizable light colors. I do have customizable lights, but they're still in the box. You know what, Bob? I do. I can change my background to green. Ta da! Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh ho ho! Who wouldn't know? <laughs> <laughs> that works. We, we you could be put in a snowy landscape, a beautiful f blizzard of Christmas cheer. Yay! Oh man, Bob, you got remotes for that stuff? It's on my phone. I do. Watch this, Mark. I'm going to change my background right now. Whoa! Was that a pull cord? Ding ding. Yeah, honestly, I should get this on my phone, but um, it, these are the nice lights I have. These are on the side are still the shit lights I have, but, you know, one step at a time. Someday you'll have nice technology like me, Mark. Or me. Look at my nice animated background. Don't take credit for the editors putting up with your bullshit. That's what we do for a living. Well, that's what they do for a living. That's very true. Maybe we should be nicer. Do you want me to talk about lenses? It is Christmas. Yeah, that's my gift to you, is you can talk about lenses if you want, buddy. Thank you so much. So, okay, here's the thing about me and lenses. Everyone was like, oh, about me talking about, like, the expensive lenses. But here's the thing. Which time? Every time. Go on. So here's the thing, is with vintage lenses, what I've started doing is actually I've started going on eBay. I've never really done eBay before. I've never done the eBay. I've never eBayed. I've never gone uh, hunting for things that are actually like vintage. I I'm not a collector. I'm not a kind of like a person that likes keepsakes or things like that usually. But I started going on there because I was curious about these vintage lenses that I was talking about. Because there's so many manufacturers from the like middle 19th century uh, or 20th century. 20th century? The middle of the 1900s? Yeah, yes, the middle of the yes. 1900s, 20th century. Oh, you mean the 31st century? No, no, I actually don't. That's nothing what I mean. But there's so many manufacturers from that time period that made good quality lenses, and you can get them for not $100,000 or so. And I want to uh -huh. reiterate to people that still didn't get it, when I was talking about that, I said I could understand the worth of it, not that I bought it. I did not buy it. So you bought the $100,000 lens and then you threw it away out of shame? He bought two. You got to have backups. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. But the thing is, like, 
I wasn't going to buy, I wasn't going to spend $100,000 on a set of lenses, but I am curious about these lenses because you can get some pretty good condition original lenses of many different varieties and the one that I was talking about for uh, like anywhere from 50 to 200 bucks, depending on the rarity of the lens. That's honestly pretty cheap for a lens. Much better price than what equates to about $10,000 per lens. It, it has been interesting because there's a lot, a lot of these are shipping from Japan. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not used to the whole process of looking at what a lens is, but I'm starting to learn. And I'm learning a lot about the history of these lenses at the same time. I'm learning about the company that, uh, this one, Minolta, they were actually a pioneer in terms of a lot of their glass making. They did everything in house. They they basically invented the double coating process of you know when you have coatings on lenses to help with the light reflection and refraction and stuff like that. They did that. They built all their own housings. They made the glass like in house. They mined it themselves and then made it. Also, some of them might be radioactive. Neat from the coating. No, from the thorium that they they put thorium in glass sometimes because thorium which is a radioactive element in its mineral form i think if you add it to glass it actually helps the refraction and lessens the diffusion of light so it'll be less separation it clarifies the image unfortunately it's radioactive so some of the lenses are a little bit radioactive i don't know if this is the same thing but i do know there's a whole uh niche of people who go to thrift stores to buy glassware specifically that's like radioactive glassware and if you take like you take like a black light and you just shine it over you know whatever uh -huh. they whatever they have and you, you, they glow because they are i don't know if it's the same thorium or what those are actually uranium so there are certain glassware like amy knows a bit about this because she has some old fiesta wear um that there's a certain color there that had uranium in the coating in the paint to get a certain color it turns out that these radioactive elements for some reason cause like a very nice color to appear so you really want to look at it and open your eyes wide eventually you turn a really nice color too the thing is uh what what's been made clear is a lot of the time the radiation dose that you get so long as you're not eating off of it or drinking out of it which would be a very not great thing to do you could. Depends what you're using the lens for, but sure. I'm not, I'm sorry about the Fiesta wear here. Oh. Uh, you weren't gonna eat off the lens. It's like, it's a lot of the times with these lenses, it's no more than holding a banana close to your face, which if you didn't know, bananas are, bananas are radioactive. Is that why they taste so good? Yeah, exactly. That's why they're yellow. Yeah, probably. Oh. Uh, I heard an unsubstantiated rumor that I just made up that Michael Bay keeps a lot of bananas around him and he uses only uranium lenses to film. Because apparently it really enhances the explosions. That's a great rumor. We should expantiate that. What does that word mean? I don't know. It means exactly what you think it means. Anyway, I'm I'm on eBay right now because I'm bidding for this lens that it's... And it's <laughs> It's $42 right now on the bid. It's going to bid up to 100000 <laughs> It's not going to bid up to 100000 It's 42 right now. And it's me and this other guy. And we're going up by a dollar every time. Because I don't know how the increase your max bid thing is. So I only go up by a dollar each time. Because I'm afraid if I put a high number, it's just going to shoot up to there. I'm pretty sure on eBay, if you put a max in and then just tell it to... It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go to that unless someone else bids you up to that. Okay, well, I'm, a, I'm up now at 46. So I'm, I'm going to get... 
this lens. Keep us posted throughout the episode. Yeah, hang on. I'll see if I could find the auction Yo, that you're currently no, on and just bid it up like crazy. Let me see. How much time is left, Mark? It's It's got a day. You're bidding a dollar every few minutes and it's got a day left? The last hour is going to kill you, man. Have you ever used eBay? <laughs> Have you ever used eBay? Stupid! All right. Well, this one's nice because it actually has sample photos with the lens taken because I don't know because there's like I've learned about like fungus in these old lenses lenses can be like very bad. Literally, if they weren't kept in a dry environment, they can be just like a lot of mold can grow inside and that just doesn't come off because trying to remove that destroys the coatings and then the lens is basically a mold has its own coloring that can enhance the lens. In a weird way, I think that actually is true. Like a lot of the flaws, it. there's certain filters that people put in front of like camera lenses that are literally like dots and splotches and they mess with the light as they go through and people were like, oh, it's pretty. And so who knows? Maybe a certain pattern of mold is actually really interesting. You said you're at, you're at $46, Mark? Is that where you're Please at? Please don't, don't do it. <laughs> interesting. No, unrelated, unrelated. Just I'm just looking at some stuff. Okay, all right. Uh -huh. oh, please, no. <laughs> Whoa, what was your max, Mark? Just curious. I'm going up a dollar every time. I don't have a max. He will win it, no matter what the final price is. Oh, wait, it's not at 49 already, is it? I don't know. Let me refresh. No, it's... Well, yes, it is. Can you send him a link? Yeah, that would make this way easier. <laughs> I will send you a link, because if you if you want to bid me for this <laughs> lens that I know you can't use, I'll just, next time I come to Cincinnati, I'll take it off your hands. All he has to do is win it, and then ask for the camera for Christmas that uses it. Well, the adapter actually is pretty cheap. There's this place that makes adapters, and, like, the adapters are 60 bucks, I think. Could you send me a link for that, too? Legitimately, I think that this whole world is fascinating. It's, it, it is, like, uh, more difficult to use for cinema but you know a lens on a mount it's it's light uh interesting stuff mark i hope you win that lens thank you i hope no one gets in the way of it <sighs> i can't imagine that that would happen so if you guys uh, this christmas see mark bidding on a lens go ahead and bid him up a little just sneak in there and snipe that bad boy away from him <sighs> Okay, this is dating me a bit, but I'm pretty sure the last time I... Usually if I would go on eBay, I'd go for the buy nows because I had some bad luck with the biddings. But uh, I'm pretty sure the last time I bid on something on eBay was whenever like PS3 came out. And I'm pretty sure you could see who was bidding against you back then. Thanks for opening yourself up to even more anger and ridicule for your obsession. Relatively healthy and totally normal and honestly not even that weird or interesting obsession with a thing that people are into. I mean, look, it's interesting to you, which is interesting to me, but like, it's camera lenses. It would be like me talking to, you know how I was obsessed with phone cases? I have a new and slightly more annoying and expensive thing now. It's wallets. I think though I think the world of wallets is an interesting place. I have several that I've gotten recently that I and they're all sort of in their own different ways like useful. I'm very into minimalist wallets. No one cares. Like I'm sure everyone carries a wallet and is like, "Yeah, I like the one I got." No one cares. But I'm very in I have I have I have feelings about wallets, and I appreciate that you have feelings about lenses. There's this mentality here that on this podcast we can't talk about our interests, and this is Christmas. If there's one time of year that people can talk about their interests and ask for what they want this year, because they've been such a good, good boy, it's us and this and the things we're talking about. We've definitely been good boys. Good, good boys. I tried collecting wallets, but it turns out you can't just take them from anybody when you see one you like, so... I gave up on my wallet collecting, which is why I think everyone should play mobile games. That's where the real 
joy is at. All right. Good small talk, boys. Uh, everyone's in the positive on the point scale. I just want to put that out there. Wow. Mark really came back after that minus 50 to start. Mark did not catch up to you because you both earned a lot of points, but Mark made it all the way back into the positives. Wow. Goddamn. All right. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh, <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Anyway, my episode idea, we've done this before uh, in a a much beloved and lauded episode called Bob's Confusing Words. And this is a special Christmas edition of Bob's Confusing Words. Uh, And it's not, I do have some words where I'm going to ask you, give you the word and ask you to give me what you think the definition is or whatever, and then we'll talk about those. But also, I have played a fun game, which I've done in the past and which other people have done, but is always funny, where I took some... Uh, classic Christmas songs, and I ran them through Google Translate about 800 times, and now they don't have the same words that they used to have. But I want you to try and figure out what Christmas song uh, I'm I'm, uh, singing, slash just reading to you, uh, through the lyrics that are remaining after absolutely murdering this literally with hours of Google Translate copy-pasting, going through any language I can think of. Um, so, and these are like, these should be very well known. Some of them might have little giveaways in them, but I really tried to like keep, keep cycling and just using translate, not editing the text myself in any way to try and get all of the little hints and stuff worked out. Um, not to interrupt you, but I kind of have to, uh, you said you had all these Christmas songs and then I'm pretty sure, uh, remember those guys, the things in my yard? I think they're working on internet and power lines right now. So as soon as you said Christmas songs, everything went dark and my internet froze. And then I came back to Google Translate. And I have no idea what happened in between. So 
So that won't happen again, though, right? No, no, they're done. <laughs> Wait, I, I, we're doing Bob's Confusing Words. I have some right. words. I also put some songs through Google Translate, like, literally hundreds of times each. And I want you to try and figure out what song it is. That's the whole thing. So here we go. This is the first song. Hey, good luck. And if you know it, uh, don't just say it. Buzz in and give your opponent a chance to think it through a little bit. But this is a beloved Christmas tune. It is not necessary... It is not necessary. Play all the way through. Oh, that's good. He approached the soldier. Blood on the horse's lot. (laughs) (laughs) It is not necessary. It is not necessary. Play all the way through. Oh, that's good. He approached the soldier. Blood on the horse's lot. To make it snow on me. Blood on the horse's lot. We went to the farm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ding in. Wait, all right, hold on. I'm ding. In. Mark dings first. The pattern is what's making me think of this. Is that jingle bells? Yeah. Is that jingle bells run through ten thousand <laughs> times? Yeah, yeah. Cause it was because like it, none of the words lined up. Blood on the horse's lot is the matches up with the line in a one horse open sleigh. <laughs> Oh, uh, sure. No, it was like when you started doing the patterns of the short phrases, very jingle bells. So I will say that that's the easiest one, I think. So because it has the jingle bell. What was the it is not necessary? Where does that start? That's jingle bells. (laughs) It is not necessary. It is not necessary. Play all the way through. Oh, that's good. He approached the soldier. Blood on the horse's lot. Hey. I got caught up on the it is not necessary. I was like, no, 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 who wouldn't go? And I was like, no, that's not it. Uh, it is not necessary. <laughs> it is not necessary. Well, I was trying to think of those lines. I should have focused on the horse. So anyway, that's definitely that's definitely the easiest one. But points to Mark. Yay! Are you ready for the next the next classic Christmas song? Sure. Sure. I don't like Christmas. I I want something. I don't like putting presents under the tree. I love you. More than you know. They welcomed me. Everything you need for Christmas, great. I don't like Christmas. I but I want something. Presents under the tree. Buzz? Oh, Buzz. Is this the all I want for Christmas is you? Mark, do you have a guess? Was that correct? Is that incorrect? I was just curious if you had a guess. No, I have no clue. But if it's wrong, I guess I have to guess. No, Wade was right. I found this one immensely easier than the last one. I don't know why. My brain my brain clicked real fast with this one. I was like, underneath the Christmas tree, make my wish come true. Not, yeah, sorry. These are not all old, like, carols and clad. These are, like, iconic Christmas songs, including contemporary music. Sorry. Um, good guess, Wade. Points to Wade. Next song. I want to be free for Christmas. How much does it cost? He cut trees and the children listened playing in the snow i want to be free for christmas i write about christmas all the time oh ding ring 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 i don't know the name of it is it the i'll be home for christmas no but good good guess but no it's actually not you have a guess wait or would you like me to continue a reading continue because i i write about christmas all the time happy birthday (laughs) let's share eid praise together i want to be free for christmas how much does it cost he cut trees and the children listened, playing in the snow. I want to be free for Christmas. Today will be a perfect day. Let's share prayers together. 
I really hope the editors put like the most ominous music because that is like a that's a haunting poem you're reading right there. Here's my trouble with doing this is I'm such a visual person that I'm picturing like this ominous dark scene <laughs> of like children playing in the snow. <laughs> this guy lighting up a cigarette like I want to be home for Christmas. And he's like on the phone. How much will it cost? He's, he's following footsteps with a blood trail like going into the dark woods and axe over his shoulder. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Yeah, I uh, I will say if you want to hint, Mark, in terms of like musical style, you're in the right area. But it's it's this is this is the version I know of this song is sung by like a like an old school crooner type uh, person. But there's a lot of versions of this song. Obviously, it's one of those Christmas songs that like everyone does a version of. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, can you start over from the top? Just like yeah, yeah let's hear it from the beginning again. I want to be free for Christmas. How much does it cost? He cut trees and the children listened, a plane in the snow. I want to be free for Christmas. I write about Christmas all the time. Happy birthday. That's what throws me off. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know. It's literally in quotes. What are you? It's in quotes? It's one one line. It's just all lowercase in quotation marks. Happy birthday. Could it be I'm dreaming of a white Christmas? Yeah. That's it? What? Yeah, okay, you yeah. gotta line up the lyrics. You have to line okay. up. You ha I, I don't understand. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I want to be free for Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. How much does it cost? <laughs> Where the treetops glisten and children listen. He cut trees and children listened. A plane in the snow. To hear sleigh bells in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I want to be free for Christmas. With every Christmas card I write, I write about Christmas all the time. <laughs> now, in the song, this part is in quotation marks. May your days be merry and bright is happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. You know, Mark, how you got there, I don't know, but congratulations. It's just like I was trying to think of what lined up and it, this. It's, oh man. Happy birthday. Wanna be free for Christmas? I'm hoping this last one is the weirdest one. I think it is. But I, I, I'm also a little afraid there's going to be some secret code in it that gives it away. This is the last song I've got, and then we'll move on to the just words. We'll just talk about words. But I really, these songs, literally, probably over 200 cycles through Google Translate to get it to a point where it was not super obvious what it was supposed to be. So it took a lot of b back and forth. Uh, well, a lot of copy paste. That last one was a doozy. Well, I hope you're ready for the, uh, the Christmas classic. Snow, Spirit of the Holy Mother. It has a mouth and a nose, an advanced vision, snow. They call it a legend, made of ice, but the children know how it is today. It must be magical. Buzz. Hmm? Is this Frosty, the snowman? Mmm, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sorry, I, I felt bad cutting in, but it was like, okay, magical. Must have been some magic in that old silk hat. Magic gave it away. This one, yeah, the I could see that at the beginning. This one got so good towards the end. Please, oh, though, keep go going. ahead. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Yeah. They can laugh and play. Just you and me. Yes, there's no turning back. Go. They walk in the snow. Good music. Ah, cold winter. It was very hot that day. Let's have fun, he said, <laughs> until I melt. In rural areas, use cement. 
Come back, we're going. Ask for pickup if possible. <laughs> he follows them through the streets of the city. Watchman. It was a bit quiet. He heard her shout, Stop! The snow is very cold. Be careful on the road. But he said goodbye. Don't cry. I will come back one day. Press the button. Hi, Presty. Press the button. The tip of the iceberg! You know, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> that that last part, press the button, is thumpity thump thump. Thumpity thump thump. Is press the button. Hi, Presty. Press the button. Hi, Presty. <laughs> uh, yeah, the beginning of that one maybe was not as as uh, well hidden as the rest, but I, I love the back half of that translation. Well, if we got to the melt line, that would have been a pretty good giveaway, too. Goddamn. There's no turning back. Go. You go. I stay. No following. <laughs> Who got that? Wade got that. Points to Wade. Yeah, Wade. I got that, actually. It was me. Points to Mark, actually. I really actually got it, though. Really actually points to Wade. I wish I had had the time and forethought to do just like 30 of those, because I love that very much. And if you ever if you ever want to have a good time, just doing that for your own entertainment. It's very fun. Any song you like, chat? Chat. I always do that. Uh, but now we're going to move on to uh, what the game originally was, and... Uh, I think some interesting, interesting terminology. These are Christmas words that uh, I don't think you guys are going to know the definitions to, but I want you to try. I will say, uh, Mark, strong comeback. Wade's still in the lead, but good job all around, everybody. Didn't we tie the last round, two and two? Yeah, well, not every song is worth the same amount of points, and also it has a lot to do with how much I like each of you individually. I never stood a chance. The first word is crumping. C R U M. P-I-N-G. Crumping. Wait, so are we guessing the definition? Yes, if I am crumping, what am I doing? So we have a friend whose username is Crumpler. I think we do, right? Why am I making that? Never mind, I'm thinking of Cripster. I'm thinking of Cripster. Crumpler! But I'm going to go ahead with my definition despite getting the username incorrect. Crumpler! Cripster's our friend uh, from the UK. As such, I think crumping is when you take a person from the UK and make them play a game they're bad at until they rage. It's uh, getting, it's angering a UK person. Ah, a classic Christmas holiday tradition, making a British person angry. I'll hold off telling you if that's correct until you know, Mark has fair. a chance. Okay, what was the actual original word? Because now I've forgotten. Cripster. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Cr crumping. Crumping, okay. So this is when, after you've eaten all of the Christmas cookies, or after Santa has eaten all the Christmas cookies, and you wake up in the morning, you rush down, and all the crumbs and, and beard follicles are on the plate there, because, you know, he just... <laughs> Serious answer, isn't it? Isn't it a form of dance? Uh, so that is also what I thought, and I believe that is a meaning of this word, but it apparently also has a more holiday themed meaning as well crumping through the snow <laughs> hey that, that uh, actually since you're both locked in i will say that's more correct than anything either of you actually said oh is it like footsteps through the snow or something it's the sound you make when you when you walk over semi-frozen snow oh where it's all crump 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 Crump, crump. Well, I, I would call that a crunch, but all right. But it's not a full-on crunch because it's not fully frozen snow. It's a crump. 
It's like your foot's humping the snow, therefore it's a crunch hump. It's a crump. I'm right. gonna say, I was gonna say, I'm gonna give points. If no one gets it exactly correct, I'm gonna give points to the most correct person. Uh, points go to Mark. Anyways, uh, next, next word, and I really like this one. Hogmadog. H-O-G-M-A-D-O-G. Hogmadog. Marco, you won. I'll let you go first this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes me think of hodgepodge, right? Hogmadog sounds like hodgepodge in a way. What's a hodgepodge? Hodgepodge is like an eclectic assortment of random nonsense or clusterfuck is kind of a common definition. Hodgepodge, hog my dog, hog mud dog? Hog mud dog. Uh, it's, it's specifically a hodgepodge style of thing of pigs and dogs, or maybe it's a it's <laughs> reference to like animals, like getting all kinds of confused. I thought you were going to say this, this sounds, this sounds like something that a, a dude might ask his girlfriend to do when they're bored watching a movie the night before Christmas, but. No, that's, that's a raw, R raw hog my dog. <laughs> raw my dog. That's a different holiday. <laughs> I'm raw my dog. <laughs> oh no, that's that's yeah. No, yeah, that I like that. That's a good answer, Mark. Uh, no, I, I'm sticking with my previous answer. I, I think yeah, I think I think you're you're about the animals. I'm with you. Good answer. I think it's like Katamari, where snow, like an avalanche, comes down a hill and hits a farm and gets all the dogs and hogs and rolls them up, and they like they start this Katamari ball where they just go and like run over the farm and collect all of the things. How? By no, I'm 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 talking I'm exclaiming to the universe because how are you actually so wrong <laughs> but also exactly correct? <laughs> I don't know how that could be both, but I'll you know what? A hogma dog is a large ball of snow that was made by rolling a small ball around on snow so that it grows in size. <laughs> Often used as the body of a snowman, but can become Lethally large is the definition I have written down, which is what you described. Wow. You know what got me there is Mark saying hodgepodge. I was like, oh, it's like a Katamari ball. Sure. I mean, that's double points for, for accuracy if there's ever been such a thing. That's Does it ever roll over the farm and collect the dogs and hogs? That's not in the what I have, but like, yeah, theoretically... What, in your scenario, that would be a hogma dog. If that were to have happened, that is accurate. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Well, this one I think is is gonna mislead you in in that it's it it sounds funnier than it maybe is. So I'm gonna give you that hint to start off. Uh, but tell me, please, what is a Yule hole? Y U L E hyphen H O L E. 
I mean, you put your Yule log in the Yule hole. I mean, this is basic biology. You stick your you stick your Yule log in the Yule hole. Uh, can I get the definition for a Yule? I don't know the official definition, but Yule is as pertaining to like Christmas, right? Like you're in the Yule spirit. So it's specifically nothing to do with singing on its own. No, it just generally Yule is like you know it's Christmas. You know how whenever Christmas carolers are going around and singing around Christmas time and some people are like, they'll sing along and be really happy and other people are like, oh god, go away, and they're tired of the Christmas carolers? A Yule hole is whenever you get so tired that you kill the Christmas carolers and it's what you put them in when you're trying to hide the bodies. And then, always, a year later, a Christmas tree emerges and grows from the corpses of the carolers. That was my first thought, and I don't have another one, so I'm sticking with it. I appreciate your dedication, and the fact that you think that a real-world definition of a word we're talking about would involve actual murder. I am gonna say, you both got close, and that both of you did acknowledge that there's a hole involved, uh, but actually, a Yule hole... Rome a dog in it. <laughs> 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 a yule hole is what you call the hole on your belt that you have to loosen it to once you've engorged yourself on christmas dinner and during the holidays in general because you're eating good food and drinking and being fun and merry you got to loosen that belt so you put the old belt in yule mode mine involves bodies i remember when uncle billy afternoon was like got a Popping into the Yule hole, guys. <laughs> Both of you involved bodies and putting things in holes. Didn't he involve a log? What the fuck? Bodies. Mark's, it was a, a euphemism. Yeah, you put your a, Yule a, log in the yeah. Yule hole. It was, I was euphemizing. Oh, I thought you meant for like a Yule fire. You put the log in and lit it and burned and... That's called a fireplace, buddy. I, I was gonna say, I think Mark is very slightly more correct, if only because Yule hole is generally a pretty happy term. And I think what Mark described is pretty happy and what Wade described, murdering... Mine is happy for the guy putting the bodies in the hole. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to doubt, X to doubt that one <laughs> and uh, give those points to Mark. And he gets a tree in the backyard every year to remind him of the deeds of years past. Well, since we're on the topic, I want to do another Yule one. You guys seem to like that. Yeah. Uh, but this one is uh, perhaps more confusing. Tell me, please, what is a Yule shard? Shard as in shard of glass, yes. Yule shard. Wait, I think you should go first. Okay, good. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> a Yule shard is a broken piece of ornament that you restring and put on the tree to remind yourself of how important that ornament was. Usually um, caused by fighting the year before where someone was impaled and murdered by the ornament. And to honor their memory, you hang the shard that pierced them on the tree. That's their Yule shard, and Yule give me points for that, right? Uh, you'll see in a minute. Okay, so I imagine if in Christmas time all the ornaments, you know, kids running around, there's a chance that ornaments could be broken. Maybe there's some kind of tradition somewhere where you take a piece of an ornament that was broken and you consider it good luck for some reason. So that's the Yule shard. Oh, I like that. That's interesting. Wrong. Ah. Uh, a Yule Shard is somebody who leaves a lot of work to do until the very last moment before Christmas. For example, <laughs> your dad getting everyone presents from the local gas station? What a Yule Shard! Yeah, that one doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know where that camp comes from, and I don't have, like, an origination. That's a tough one. I'm gonna say that's a draw, because I feel like both of you gave better definitions than what that one actually is. 
And I appreciate that neither of your definitions was dirty either. Very wholesome. Very advertiser friendly. And I appreciate that. Let's see. I've got a couple more here. I'm trying to... I do... I have some that I'm sort of skipping over because I'm looking now and I'm like, eh, that's not so good. Uh, like Wassail. Do you guys know what Wassail is? That's uh, when uh, uh, Waluigi's really excited about the Christmas sales. Wassail! 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 Uh, anyway, I thought I thought you would know that one, but I guess I could have left that one in the game. Mark, do you have a funny joke about Wassail? Uh, not as funny as that one, no. Uh, Wario doing it. <laughs> Same thing, but Same Wario. Thing, but the other one. Same thing, but Wario. Uh, well, Wario is objectively funnier, so... No, Wassail is, uh, like, a friendly toast. Like, that song, like, Here we go, we're wassailing, it's like being... What is that? No, I don't it's know. A, it's a Christmas song. I, no, I thought you just... That sounded like a pirate song. Here we go, we're wassailing, I sang it joyfully. No, it's a... All right, never mind. joyful. No points on that one either, despite how funny Wade's answer was. What the f no, fine, you know what? You're right. Points to win. But slightly more points to Mark for the funnier character doing the same bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, here's a tough one. Not like that wassail nonsense. This is a tough one. Mullygrubs. M-U-L-L-I-G-R-U-B-S. Mullygrubs or mullygrubs. I've heard of this word before. You've heard of this? I've heard of this word before. I feel like I've never seen a word that even kind of looks like this word before, let alone know what this means in regards to the holiday season. Is it the thing to mash like peppermint into a drink? <laughs> I'm sorry, are you asking me if a muddler is called oh, a mully grubs? Right. The thing that is used by bartenders and is traditionally part of a bartending set called a muddler to muddle things into... Yeah, no. Do you want that to be your guess or do no, you want to make it... No, a, actually, oh, okay, okay. think about it. I, I'm going to retract that one. I, I think I think that Mully Grubs is store department store owners that uh, change the prices on their things at when it says a sale and you get in there and it's like not a sale. That's a much better answer than your first one, Mark. Good upgrade. Did you know that I, I actually worked as a bartender for a little bit? I do know that. That's part of what makes that so you fun. You want to get some lenses, Mark? Tell us about some lenses. I think you've probably used a muddler before, Mark. I think I have. Yeah, probably. Hmm. You mean a mully grub? <laughs> Who's the bartender? <laughs> yeah, I, at Christmas time, I always just called it the old mully grubs, and I I thought that was the word for it. You know, I didn't. Uh... Yeah, there's a Christmas variant of everything. It's you know, you wouldn't understand. Before Mark gives you another fucking answer, I'm gonna go. Raid, your your rage is no longer outworthy. Your rage is now inside rage. Okay, Mark is back to his original answer. So just give me your give me your guess. Mully grubs is kind of it sounds like money grubber. Wrong. Sorry, go ahead. Which makes me think of Ebenezer Scrooge, because he was a money grubber. So I think Scrooge was called a mully grub, and then over time it became money grubber, because he was so greedy and grumpy and wouldn't share his wealth. Once again, Wade, somehow, almost couldn't be more wrong, but also very correct, very impressive. It describes a sour, sullen mood uh, that often springs up around the holidays, because it's very hectic and stressful. Uh, you might say that someone like Scrooge is certainly a mully grub. So, so in reality, if you think about it, when uh -huh. you're having the, the Christmas blues, what do you reach for? Oh, uh, you want one of those muddled drinks. Hot. The old, uh, yeah, because you can't just have a straight shot of whiskey on Christmas. You gotta, you gotta get a little... <laughs> 
Christmas. Is that a needle? Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> no, I believe he's I believe he's mully grubbing, Wade. No, no, no. Uh blur blur that blur mark screen out at her. Blur that whole thing. Don't show Put, that. No, no, no. Put me superimposed behind Wade on his green screen while <laughs> blur my screen, put me behind Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mark just keeps sneaking into Wade's screen. <laughs> Go! No way! Alright, well, uh, points to Wade. Uh, not quite actually the right answer, but also exactly the right answer, Wade. Nailed it. I appreciate your answers, Mark. Uh, it's sticking to your guns. I respect that. Points Thank for you. respect. Thank you. Uh, last word. Final word. I'm not going to give you any hints. I'm not going to preface this. I'm just going to say this is the last word, which means it's the best word. And the word is... Crapulence. Okay, this is an easy one for me. This is whenever you're hosting Christmas and your in-laws come to stay with you and you forgot to get them any gifts and you're like, oh crap, your parents. But like you stutter as you say it, you go, oh crapulence. I like the honesty. I like that you would admit to having done that before and uh I literally didn't get them anything, so you're right. <laughs> I can I can see how that that came up. You know, that's just part of life. Uh thank you. Good answer. Good answer. Mark? Opposite of opulence. So opulence is like very fanciful. Crapulence is like trying to be fancy, but you live like in squalor. <laughs> what a crapulent dinner. Uh, what a crapulent affair. Mm. It's cold spam and stale, stale chips served with flat soda. This is close. Wait, neither of you is exactly right. I think I have to give it to Mark for being more right because... Crapulence describes the sickness or indisposition that occurs when you excessively eat or drink or otherwise party it up at the holidays. Yeah, I agree. Mark is crappier. Thank you. Uh, well, anyway, that's the last word. Points for that one go to Mark. Excellent Yippee! work. Uh, and even extra pity points to Mark because I love you, buddy. And it's that time of year. And Thanks, I just man. wanted you to know I, I appreciate your friendship, and I'm doing my best here to really help you out, and despite how well you did, Wade just had such a commanding lead that he was basically unbeatable in today's episode, and the win goes to Wade! Wait, is this the same episode where Mark got, like, negative 15 points to start? Yeah, Mark started this episode way behind on points, yep. I was much more concerned than I should have been. I was playing it up for Mark trying to get him back in the game, Wade, but you had such a strong lead from the beginning there that it was just really, it was a tough, you know, it was a tough road to hoe for Mark. You know what? On Christmas, we're all winners, and so, you know, don't feel too bad. But also, there has to be a loser, and right now, that's you. So do you have a loser speech? Uh, well, Merry Christmas, one and all. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I remember my Christmas stories pretty well, um, you know, the, the winners got their comeuppances. I'm pretty sure that's a theme on Christmas. Thank you for considering me, and even though my clever ruse to get Wade to abstain from the episode didn't work, and really blew up in my face. Like, really blew up in my face. Really sabotaged the whole thing from the uh, from the get-go here. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's the multi-layered operations that I'm running. It's the the many it's multi, not multi-level marketing schemes. It's the multi-level operations. It's the multi-level <laughs> mark Kitting Street. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the same word, but I emphasize your name. That's the one. So thank you for considering me in this endeavor, and uh, I'll get him next time. Wade, congratulations. You have a winner speech. Yes. He won't get me next time. Bears fair. Well, Merry Christmas. If you're listening to this on Christmas, I, I hope 
you learn some new language to use with uh, for now that the holiday season is basically moments from ending. Uh, you've got that and you're under your belt. And so you can really take advantage of that for the next six to eight hours and then you know, wait till next year. <laughs> Go bundle up and hog my dog, everyone. And if he asks you to raw haw my dog, you know the answer should probably be no. If you don't know what it means, decline the request. If you don't know what it means, run. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Anyone who happens to watch video available only on Spotify. Check out Mark Markiplier, Wade, Lord Minion 777, or Minion 777. I am Micekerm. We are the guys who host Distractable, and next time the one who hosts it mainly will be Wade. That's the end. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, so on and so forth. Podcast out.